Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about if you should stock up before the season. And now is a great time as we're just in the beginning of January. Or if you're listening to this podcast some other time, is it a good idea to stock up on chemicals before the season? Knowing that in 2001, we had a major shortage. And this may be something that could happen again in 2022 and maybe in the next year, we're not sure how that looks yet. It's really early to project that. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So I know I touched on a little bit of this when I did my prediction for 2022. And it wasn't a really pretty prediction about how the chemicals are going to be as far as stock goes for the 2022 season. And I think nothing has really changed since that recording. I haven't heard any good news saying, hey, we have, you know, a million pounds of trichlor available that's going to hit the market. That's not happening. The prices are still creeping up and the prices haven't gone down at all. In fact, they're going up by percentages now on a lot of the chemicals. So, if you're thinking about, you know, maybe if you buy now, you're going to lose money because they're going to be cheaper come May, June, or during the season. I think that's not going to be a factor in this discussion because I don't think the prices are going to go down. There may be specials they offer, and there may be some kind of discounts here and there. But generally, I think the price you're paying now is probably going to be similar or maybe even less than the price you're going to pay three or four months from now. I think the biggest problem is if they're going to even have anything available for you in mid-season or during the season. And I would say the most logical thing to do or the safest thing to do is to buy some of your chemicals now so that you have a supply in case they run short and you can't get your normal amount. You'll have a backup supply of chemicals at least that you can dip into. I don't know if it would be logical to buy all of your chemicals for the season now. I mean, if it's possible to get all the chemicals now, you may want to do that, but that's quite an expenditure you know, resources all at one time. But you should at least have a backup supply or an emergency stockpile of chemicals on hand for this reason. The fact that you may not be able to get them and you're going to be scrambling for them. So what kind of chemicals can you actually store long term? Of course, the three-inch trichlor tablets can be stored. I know the shelf life manufacturers will say about a year, but I've been to customers' homes where there's been a bucket of tablets you know, from, I remember back in the day, I, there was a product called, uh, there were a yellow and with a red lid. I think there were Sun tabs or something. I can't remember the company name. It was forever ago. But I remember this company went out of business and this tablet bucket was really colorful. And if you were, were doing pool service in the 90s, you would recognize this bucket, the yellow bucket with the red lid. And I remember I found an account, I got an account and I found a bucket of these tablets it's, they had to have been five or six years old. 
because I know the company went out of business about that long ago, and I've used the tablets fine in the pool. So I can pretty much say from experience, you know, that the tablets will last more than a year for sure. And as this example here, those tablets were five or six years old, and they were still effective. So all that to say, you can stock up on trichlor tablets, and if you don't use them all in one season, they'll be fine the next season. However, you're probably not going to be able to buy the whole season's worth at once, just because the price point is pretty high on those. And if you're selling them to your customers, there's no money coming in at this point from them, and so that's money out of your pocket to buy the trichlor tablets if you sell them to your customers, which I think is the best model, is to have the customer pay for the 50-pound bucket and the worst models, if you absorb the cost of that in your service, because then the price fluctuations, you can, you have to absorb those or raise prices more frequently than most people would raise them to compensate for that. The other chemical you can store up on, of course, is dichlor. Dichlor lasts a long time, too, because one of the main ingredients is cyanuric acid. And I've heard different things about a shortage of stabilizer, you know, just the cyanuric acid, the charger pool to bring it to 30 to 50 parts per million or 80 parts per million with a salt pool. So you may be running into a supply, we may be running into a supply issue with cyanuric acid too, uh, besides just the tablets. And if you weren't aware of this, the trichlor tablets, about half of the weight is cyanuric acid. So if you need to use cyanuric acid because you're using chlorine or calhypo, there may be a shortage of this. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because dichlor is about 60% cyanuric acid. So if you do run into a problem where you can't find pure cyanuric acid, granular or powder or liquid in your area because there's a shortage of it, like I said, I'm not sure if there's going to be one, but I'm hearing inklings of it, then you can use dichlor to charge the pools up with cyanuric acid. So for instance, if you wanted to put 10 pounds of cyanuric acid in a pool, so adding about 18 or 20 pounds of dichlor will raise the cyanuric acid in that pool, uh, just like if you were to add 10 pounds of cyanuric acid. Because remember, one of the ingredients, or half of the dichlor, more than half, I should say, is cyanuric acid. And so the byproduct of adding 20 pounds of dichlor to the pool is that you're going to add 10 pounds of cyanuric acid, roughly, give or take. And if that's the amount you needed to charge the pool up with, that's the amount of dichlor. So you just double, basically, the amount of dichlor for cyanuric acid, if you wanted to do that. I like using dichlor on new startups too because you add chlorine and then you're going to add the cyanuric acid while you're doing that. So for me, it's kind of a handy chlorine type and you can store it for a long period of time. It's just really expensive, I think, in a lot of cases compared to the other chlorine types. Dichlor is more than trichlor. Well, it used to be more than trichlor, but it's way up there as far as price point. But if you want to get a 50-pound bucket or maybe two or three of them, and just have them in case there's no more liquid chlorine or calhypo during the season, and you're sitting on 150 pounds of dichlor, that's going to go a long way to get you through any kind of gap or any kind of problem with the supply chain. And if they run into chlorine, maybe in June or July, you'll have these three buckets to rely on, maybe four buckets if you really wanted to have a good supply of it. And I would say the shelf life for the bucket of dichlor would be, you know, a good five years because of the cyanuric acid. Now, calhypo, the shelf life of calhypo, probably very similar if it's in a bucket, not in the individual one-pound bags. Those aren't going to hold up, you know, they get moisture. And I would think that the calhypo itself would degenerate the bag over, you know, the course of two or three years. So if you're going to have 
CalHypo and you're going to store CalHypo for a period of time past the year, I would suggest getting the 50-pound buckets of the CalHypo granular, and then you can store that for a long period of time. And those three chemicals, the trichlor, the dichlor, and the CalHypo, are something that you can store for a very long period of time and without any really real issues. Muriatic acid, the liquid form, I would say it has a shelf life. I looked it up. It says five years on a lot of sites. So the you know the dry acid and the liquid acid should give you a shelf life of about five years. I think the problem with storing large amounts of muriatic acid, and let's say you ordered 20, 20 cases or 80 gallons of it, which will last quite a long time, but you wanted to stock up on it, is that the corrosiveness of the muriatic acid, especially in that large quantity, 20 cases, you don't want to put it in your garage for sure, in a shed, anywhere near anything metal. So if you're going to store it, you know, you want to put it somewhere where there's no metal, which is kind of hard to do in a lot of cases, unless you have a big yard where you can store it like maybe near a wood fence or away from your house, away from everything, because those fumes will, you know, the even though they have caps on them, the fumes will still escape and it's highly corrosive. You don't want to store them anywhere, again, near metal or in the garage for sure. So storing large amounts of the muriatic acid may not be the easiest thing to do in a lot of cases. You can get the dry acid. It's not too much different in price now for the muriatic acid. And again, since it's a dry chemical, you can store that for up to five years without any worries and just store it in a dry place, of course. And it's not nearly as corrosive as the muriatic acid. So if you wanted to buy 10 50-pound buckets of the, of the dry acid and store it somewhere, that's perfectly fine and it should hold up well. You don't want to store something like liquid chlorine because the half-life of liquid chlorine is about six months, I would say even shorter, especially if it's, you know, if you're storing it outside and the sun's hitting it, it's going to have a much shorter half-life, maybe 60 days or 90 days. And technically, after about a year, you're down to about, you know, 10% life as far as potency. So if you started out with 12.5% liquid chlorine and you stored it for six months, you're going to be down to 6%. When you hit that one-year mark, you're going to be down to um, 10% strength, which would be two parts, 2%, I would say. And so it's going to weaken it significantly by storing it for long periods of time. So if you get maybe, you know, 20 cases of it in February, by June, you're looking at about half the strength. So it's going to be 6% chlorine versus 12.5% may not be the most logical thing to do because of the price point. So I would discourage you from getting more than a month's supply of liquid chlorine. And again, if you're storing chemicals, you want to go with the dry stuff anyway because of the longer shelf life. And it's more practical anyway than liquid chlorine because it will take up a lot more space to store 20 cases of liquid chlorine or 10 cases. Whereas the dry chemicals, they come in the 50-pound buckets. You can just stack them up somewhere and store them safely. And I think a lot of pool pros work out of their home. And so, you know, having a ton of chemicals in your backyard may not be the most pleasing thing to your spouse. You know, you don't want your wife to be complaining about, you know, you storing 2,000 pounds of chlorine in your backyard and, you know, 20 cases of muriatic acid or whatever. It's just not the greatest thing either. So I think stocking up logically to a point, you know, if you have a storage area, of course, you can stock up to your heart's content. If you have a bigger route with employees and a lot of pools, you're going to definitely need to stock up more. But in most cases, you just want to take the logical steps and stock up now 
and have some supply. And this probably won't cause a major issue because not a lot of people are buying chemicals right now. So I don't think it's going to cause a problem. There's some readily available on shelves now, and I would say grab them when you can. So if you normally buy one fifty pound bucket of Cal Hypo during the off season, pick up a couple extra to go along with that. If you normally buy, you know, one or two buckets of tablets, pick up four or five more that way you have them. Because if it was anything, if it's anything like two thousand twenty one, where you're in the middle of June or July and you can't find any liquid chlorine, Cal Hypo, Dichlor. And the suppliers are leaving signs out in the parking lot saying they're out of all the chemicals or all the chlorine types. Then you're going to be really hurting and you're going to be thankful that you have four buckets of dichlor in your garage or, you know, three or four buckets of tablets, whatever. You have them readily available. So I think in hindsight, looking at 2021, going into 2022, if you don't have some kind of supply stocked up, you're going to be in a world of hurt. I'm not saying that the sky is falling, that you should be buying everything now, but it's just something smart to do. You know, during COVID when everyone was buying toilet paper, I'm not a hoarder of any sense, but I always have one whole pack ahead of time and same with paper towels. So I always make sure I have enough of everything. And this is no different. I mean, if there's a panic and people are buying all the chemicals off the shelves in the summertime and the pool companies are trying to stock up during the summer, if you're ahead of the game in the winter time by buying chemicals now, there's really nothing wrong with it. Again, you just have to find the resources to do this because if you do sell the chemicals to your customers or if you do have a lot of money that's being output for the cost of the chemicals you're stocking up with, make sure you don't break your budget. And I definitely wouldn't recommend using credit cards and floating that money because you're losing money in that case. You might as well just pay a premium later for that chemical rather than floating on the credit card or something like that. But if you have the cash to do it, just stockpile for 2022. I mean, I, I shouldn't use that word stockpile, but stock up to some extent because stockpile gives the impression of buying like tons of it. But buy some so you're not out of luck when the time comes. And I wouldn't use any of the stuff you're buying now, by the way, until you need it. So keep it because I mentioned the shelf life of it. And so if you don't need it for 2022, don't use it in 2022. Just buy whatever they have normally. Keep that as a backup. And if you need to dip into it, and you can dip into that. And if you don't use it, you can use it in 2023. It's going to have a good shelf life. So I guess I should have mentioned that you're stocking up not to use your stash, so to speak. You're stocking up to have it in case there's you can't find it You know when the season starts in 2022. So you're not scrambling for chlorine. And then, of course, rebuild that stash when you can during the season so you have that. And you should have some kind of supply of chemicals on hand anyway. Regardless of a shortage or not, you should have some kind of inventory of chlorine at your disposal. Now, if you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, go to my website, swimmingforlearning.com, and on the banner, click on that podcast icon, and it'll bring down a list of other podcasts I recorded. If you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.